Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, April 28th. U.S. equity futures indices are trading mixed. So S&P futures are up two points. That's about four basis points. Dow futures are down 53 points. That's about 15 basis points. NASDAQ futures are off 24 points. That is about 17 basis points. The major European indices are trading about unchanged overall. Asia finished higher for the most part, except for Taiwan and Korea, which suffered losses. So just kind of running through everything this morning, starting with the macro to the micro. Um, in terms of macro news, again, very, very quiet night on the macro front, a ton of micro news, but really just not much incremental to talk about on the macro front. You do have two big macro catalysts today, the Fed at two o'clock and then Biden's speech tonight. Um, neither of them should really be particularly important as far as providing incremental news. So the Fed message today is expected to be largely verbatim with the last one, This the uh, written statement not expected to have dramatic changes, very much status quo as far as growth, inflation, and policy is concerned. Um, however, you are seeing a lot more talk about the Fed starting to lay the groundwork for tapering. So you have Q1 US GDP coming out tomorrow. Uh, more importantly, you have the next jobs report coming out next Friday on May 7th. That jobs report is expected to be very strong, um, another 900 plus thousand net ads. You have the next jobs report coming out uh, in early June before the next Fed meeting on June 16th. So today's Fed meeting, again, expected to be very much verbatim, but the next one in June, June 16th, you're expected to start to see the Fed lay the groundwork for tapering. Tapering won't actually occur for another couple of months, another several months, not until the end of this year. Um, but again, Powell has said he wants to provide ample warning to markets. Um, before tapering actually takes place, which means that June meeting, which will come on back of uh, which which will include two incremental jobs reports, that could be um, an inflection point as far as policy is concerned. For Biden's speech tonight, again, it's been known for a while what he's going to ask for. There should be really nothing incremental. You've had every major media outlet at 5 a.m. today publish a summary of the speech. Um, of all the major details as far as his spending and tax proposals. Again, there's really not much incremental. We've been reading about this for months and months. All the breathless headlines today about Biden to propose XYZ tax hike, it's all been very much known. What investors should be focusing on is what Congress um, will be able to pass in the coming months. Um, so I've been kind of writing about where I think everything will settle out and really nothing much is changing on that front. Um, remember, corporate rate capped at around 25%. The reintroduction of SALT, um, you probably could see that the upper income brackets move higher, although not kick in um, for income levels beyond what Biden is proposing. Capital gains tax, not any higher than 28%. Above that level, the CBO has already written in the past. The government starts to lose revenue. Um, you know, so again, the, the tax increases won't be anywhere near as large as he is proposing. And, you know, Democrats really are in a race against time because the longer the, the, the longer this goes on, the stronger the economy will become. Um, and, and the more the pandemic will fade into the background and the political will for passing another massive fiscal bill, um, is going to start to fade. Democrats are very divided at the moment. You have centrists, including Manchin and then, and others like him. Um, that are engaged in negotiations with Republicans trying to forge some type of a bipartisan compromise. Manchin continues to use words like um, targeted, which means a lot smaller than what Biden's asking for. And then you have more liberal Democrats, which are pushing the White House to do even more um, on, on the social infrastructure front. So Democrats are still kind of trying to settle on a consensus. 
Um, well, again, you have uh, an improved macro backdrop, which is going to remove the um, impetus for kind of massive fiscal action. So um, we'll have to see how all this plays out. The speech tonight, like I said, should not be very incremental for the market. It's more a case of watching how everything unfolds in Congress over the coming months. So that's all the macro for today. You didn't really have any big economic data, no big central bank headlines overnight, uh, nothing incremental as far as COVID is concerned. On the micro front, you had a ton of earnings last night in the U.S. and this morning out of Europe. Um, you know, I'm not going to really go through all of them right now. Google is the big upside highlight. Very strong profitability. Um, also solid top line results. Microsoft, nothing bad in Microsoft, um, but certainly you know a little bit more pedestrian, especially next to Google's results. Uh, you had Pinterest, Starbucks, Text Instruments, Visa, a ton of them, all of them mixed with their own little nuances. I have summaries on everything in the piece tonight. You had some interesting re reports out of two important REITs, Boston Property and Equity Residential. Both of them were very bullish as far as the qualitative trends they're seeing in terms of leasing, um, rent prices, et cetera. Equity Residential actually raised their guidance a little bit, just saying how they're seeing a, a faster rebound in um, in in rental rental rates and as well as occupancy levels. Um, Chubb, Juniper, et cetera. So a lot of earnings out in the US last night, also this morning in Europe, um, including Deutsche Bank, Delivery Hero, Lloyds Bank, Electrolux, Sanofi, Santander, WPP, et cetera. So I have recaps on everything in the piece today. Um, you know, on an absolute basis, earnings are, are very, very strong. You're seeing strong growth year on year. Obviously, it's being helped by very easy comparisons to last year, but even kind of stripping out the base effect um, underlying trends are still very strong. Qualitatively, management teams are bullish across the board. Um, it's just a question of, against elevated expectations in a market already at all-time highs. Obviously, you're not seeing stocks um, rally nearly as much as the numbers would suggest on paper. I wrote a summary yesterday um, in yesterday's Vital Market Recap that got sent around 4 p.m. Um, it's up on the website, just kind of looking at all the earnings trends for this quarter so far. Um, including the aggregate numbers of EPS and revenue versus expectations, and then just how stocks have been trading. Um, and then some of the other kind of details about margin pressure certainly is a big topic as companies face um, rising input costs. And then they're having some pro difficulty passing all that along to customers in the form of higher prices. Um, and then some other details for earnings. So that is everything for today. Um, for today's calendar. So the Fed and Biden will be the two big macro events. And then you have a ton of earnings again. So remember, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, these are kind of the peak days of the peak volume days of Q1 season. So the big ones for today before the open include Boeing, Discovery, um, Brinker, um, Shopify, Spotify, Yum Brands. And then tonight, you have Apple, eBay, Ford, Facebook, MGM, and Qualcomm. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.